Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of Failing Fathers, Silly Spouses with myself, Matt and Wesley. And um, now the aim of our times together is not to puff up, but to build up and encourage one another. Um, now, now, Wesley and I do not think that we have being a parent or a husband uh, like sorted uh, at all. In fact, we know each other quite well and we are both very far away from that. <laughs> we just want to start a conversation and share with one another and hopefully our millions of subscribers. Uh, we want to share that you know, what we're doing to try to apply biblical principles in the midst of our busy lives. Um, so last week in episode one, Wesley spoke about the challenges of his 20 minute parenting and choosing work uh, versus family. Uh, Wesley, uh, how's that going, by the way? Uh, yeah, the same sort of problems are still there. You don't, yeah, I can't say that suddenly the solution was found. Um, <laughs> You've had a week. <laughs> but there's plenty to talk about with my wife to, to keep working forward. It's sort of a, a slow mm. growth area where you gradually start to make more successes than failures. Um, so hopefully it's going okay, I think. Um, Hopefully it's progress and not regress. Good. Um, and so would you like me to introduce? Yeah, yeah, Matt's, absolutely. Uh, Please the do. episode this week. Okay, so I think this week we agreed we'd talk about making spiritual growth more central. Um, and to do that, uh, we'll go through a few things about you, oh, Matt, and turn, right. turn the screw okay. on you. Uh, <laughs> And I'll throw in some curveballs <laughs> just to, to try and surprise you. <laughs> so maybe to begin with, be, the best thing would be to talk about when you first got married and what you did together as a yeah. couple. That might be one of the most interesting right. areas. In terms of just like devotionally, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, like any kind of growth together. Yeah, yeah. well, it was, it was quite good, actually, particularly our first year of, of being married. Um, so I work. I worked for. I worked for a church, and Rachel didn't work very far away at all. So we were able to read and pray together uh, every every morning, and then we would have prayed together in the evenings uh, as well. And I guess me having a a job which was right next door was, you know, was pretty was pretty simple in that respect. You sort of expect to be, you know, in the Bible, you know, all, you know, all day reading various. At various things and then in serving in church so you know there was one aspect of it that it was quite it's quite simple um that that I was well fed and um yeah and so and so and so was Rachel so you both had that sort of um uh that time was kind of a focus time where you felt like you both it was clicking quite quickly the spiritual growth and and everything um, do you think it's like that generally, and has that changed? Huh. Um, it has. It has definitely changed as time has gone on. So when I stopped working for the church and you know got a got a real job, I don't like that term. I don't like that term. But you know, got a got a job with different sort of responsibilities and and different challenges. It then led to a loss of the routine um, in, in our week that. You know, we, we always like to do that, you know, that morning devotional, but that was just not possible uh, anymore. Um, Rachel's job changed and I changed. Um, mine had changed and our traveling had changed, that it just meant that 
we you know we didn't have breakfast together or that we just didn't have dinner uh, together um so you know we try to devise our own way of doing it and you know we might read our own our own chapter separately um you know or we would have listened to audiobooks or sermons or um yeah you know just try to just try to maintain you know and and all this is on top of just trying to stay involved in church i think i think there's a real difference between private and public um you know to our public life like you know we we want to be in church we wanted to be in small groups but our private spiritual life was definitely was definitely a challenge um after our first year of marriage for sure i think it's interesting that that aspect because um uh, the reason a pastor or somebody working in a church gets that that time to is because other people are wanting to commit them to that time and uh, kind of on, almost ordain them to that time mm. if that makes sense yeah. uh, so that their spiritual growth is therefore useful for others to feed off if that makes yeah, sense definitely but then but then when you get uh, when you go get the in quote real job mm. the the stress on you guys if you're both working means that um uh really that gets squeezed down to a tiny portion yeah. uh, which is why church is a resource for people in that life um so it's interesting that the transition you've had um uh, so what what do you do now do you think um both yourself and as a couple and a family <laughs> You know, so there's like there's like a theme of you know being of you know of, of being single, then being married, and then having children. And you know, we have not been parents for long at all, but we found it a like a, a real um, challenge actually. Um, you know, to to have any sort of devotional time now. You know, like yourself, like you know, we are we are in lockdown, so we've definitely found like there's more time to read and pray which we definitely did during the first part because nobody was working um you know and then since going back to work it's we've sort of slipped back into i couldn't i mean i wouldn't even said like bad habits but just you know that was our normal routine of you know rachel leaving really early in the morning and getting home like dinner time and then me getting home sort of around seven o'clock by the time our daughter goes to by the time our daughter goes to bed um yeah you know so I probably you know I might have read something sporadically to help me sleep before we go to bed um that being said the NIV bible was going was going for free at one stage during lockdown so I snapped that up did you did you see that no, no, I didn't. You missed, no. You missed out, and that has been really, really helpful, actually. Um, just to just to listen to that. Um, now, uh, you know, this is not something that we've definitely tried to like figure out on our own. We've we've tried to you know sort seek counsel on it too. And the, and the best thing that we heard actually was you know was that less is is more. Um, and I think what that person meant by that, particularly in our situation, was just to you know, a, you know, like a verse a day or, you know, a prayer here and there. And, you know, so like Lily, like putting Lily to bed, you know, we try and read a little Bible story and pray together, but that's when we're most focused, you know, we're most still, uh, if you like. And that's been incredibly encouraging um, to us. 
uh, as well. Um, I think going back, actually, going back, um, we read we read J.C. Ryle's um, short book on habits of Christian parents. Did you have you ever ever encountered that? No, no. Well, he he had about sixteen principles, um, you know, for parents just to you know, bring up their children in the knowledge of the Lord. Now, he definitely, you know, he never gave it like a sure thing of, you know, your parent, your child is definitely going to be a Christian by the end of it. And we don't think that either. But the thing that we've just tried basic really is just to, is just to have these regular habits of, of praying and reading um, the Bible um, together. And it's actually, it's actually done a lot of good for us and for our souls too. And I would definitely say that we're more, we contemplate things a lot more and we probably meditate things um, a lot more uh, as well. And yeah, I've witted on Wesley. Um, I, I'll pass that back. Yeah. I'll pass that back to you. <laughs> well, maybe it'd be useful just to contrast that a bit. Like, um, as you know, Trace and I didn't grow up in a Christian home. So mm. I feel like I suspect, I don't know for sure, but it sounds like and I suspect that maybe we're a little bit less disciplined. Like it's not been instilled in us to be so disciplined with resources yeah. as parents. Um, so we're kind of creating it ourselves, um, if that makes sense. Um, but it does sound like you've made an effort to to make those little moments count with your kids and family. Um, yeah, I mean that's you know we're, we're you know we're failing at it, mm-hmm. um, you know because they are because of you know that lack of routine and like sometimes I'm here sometimes I'm not here sometimes we just don't cross paths that you know it just doesn't it just doesn't happen and that can be discouraging as well to us Mm -hmm. is there times that you're at home alone with Lily yeah yeah so you know one one day a week I I look after her for the whole day um yeah that you know that's my that's my day with her Mm mm-hmm and then does that switch during the week to to Rachel? Um, yeah, so Rachel would do Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rachel would have her, but you know that's that's not all. That's not always the case because sometimes Rachel has just got to pick up extra work on that day, and so we need to sort out childcare um, for that for that Thursday anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, which so your, actual, so your actual time is just squeezed all three of you together. Yeah. And then whenever you do get a chunk of time alone, sometimes it's not, it's not as a, a whole family. No, no, it's not. It's not. So um, uh, maybe just to, to follow on from there, um, the, the really challenging routine is probably one of the most key issues there. I mm. wonder if you can go into any more on that. Um, how you how you've been trying to deal with you and your wife passing like ships in the night like that yeah i mean and this is where we probably get to like the silly spouse stuff um as well and you know we would so you know i i can see my schedule for two weeks but anything beyond that you know i can't i can't see um and particularly at the beginning when i started work for this company you know, I, I could be scheduled any time from seven in the morning until eleven o'clock at night, and that was, you know, and that was tough. And it just, it also, it did make, 
um, trying to build relationships at church quite tough because we could just never commit. Um, you know, which yeah, which, you know, which was a massive, massive problem. Um, but we've 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 grown more understanding of it now, and you know, it's taken it's taken time, but we've learned how to sort of like cope and you know deal with that. And a lot of it is how I sort of how I lead the lead the home in that and make sure all the information of the time that I'm working is where it needs to be and you know and if sometimes like you know we're just exchanging lily that sometimes that's just that's just the way it is but we make it work um yeah we we try and we try and you know just going back to like the contemplation and meditation we try and bring ourselves back to you know the, the promises of god on a regular basis of you know of what of what we're doing you know it's purposes for like a heavenly a heavenly reality like you know we know the toil of work is going to finish one day um you know when work is good we know that um but it is hard sometimes isn't it mm-hmm. i've definitely found that for instance all things like saying grace before dinner or a short reading or prayer have become yeah really important hmm. to us i wonder if if you have the it sounds like you have those little things as well that you're still trying to maintain that are still critical even though they're they seem minor you know mm. and maybe you can talk more about those little examples any little encouragements you've had from that <laughs> um i mean this morning um i was able to read the bible with lily like a couple of verses um, and it was going so well, Wesley, until she took a bit of the ribbon out of the Bible and ripped a page. So, you know, that's never that's never happening again. <laughs> no, you know, no, like there have been some sweet moments of, you know, Rachel, Rachel heading off to work and, you know, we pray in the car over the phone, um, you know, or you know sometimes we just we just get to bed in a really good time and we're able to read a bit or I read a read a passage of the bible with her um and I guess because it's not in a routine as it say because it's sporadic I think we probably treasure it and appreciate it more than when it does happen um mm. yeah I think we it's... were at a stage once where it was discouraging for us but now not so much which probably indicates some spiritual growth i don't know or maybe we're just dead inside <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the, the beginning was easier uh, yeah and that give you higher expectations maybe um yeah now, possibly. now that you're much more stretched as people mm. with two jobs and and mm. and family then uh, yeah. you've got to you've got to accept a lower expectation in terms of pure time devoted mm. to it i think that's a, but, that's a really good point actually thank you um i was wondering if um a, a thought was crossing my mind about <laughs> any insights that have come from the last while um maybe you've already spoken about these things but anything that you find has really helped helped you see um maybe growth growth for yourself personally in your family life mm. Mm. Yeah, thank you. That's helpful. Um, I guess probably as time has gone on, I've seen how selfish I can be in craving my own individual time uh, with God. 
um you know when we first got married like yeah you know i'd have to have my hour i'd have to have it there wasn't a question about it at all but yeah that was so incredibly selfish of me of you know who who am i to carve out that time you know for myself without the consideration of of my family and yeah i mean that's you know if if my family aren't you know reading reading their bible then then i shouldn't read it individually um you know so in the time that we read it we try and, and try and do it together if that's the time that we have then you know we'll do it we'll do it together um yeah is that is that what you meant yeah yeah i, I know personally for myself a couple of things have come up like um do i go to a bible study by myself a lot um Mm-hmm. or do I stay at home with the kids to try and encourage my wife to go um, and also another thing um, how selfish how much I'm trying to build my own little kingdom and control my mm. my time this is my time and trying mm. to fight for my time mm-hmm. to, to do my own personal things when uh, mm. kids and, and family and chores and, and getting devotional time all of that starts mm. to require massive self-sacrifice and um that's yeah. always a, an inner battle i wonder could we yeah, leave on a, sure. on a positive note um i was thinking before this about about uh how jesus calls husbands to uh to be like christ um mm. to be the self-sacrificial uh one in the relationship but i wondered if you have any more thoughts on that how that might look like that self-sacrificial leadership. <laughs> um, yeah, Wesley, like that is something that I'm still just trying to trying to figure out. Um, you know, of what that looks like in you know a changing in a changing world and a changing uh, routine and and changing demands. Um, actually, I'm actually going to lean on a friend's piece of wisdom when I asked him this question. Um, and he is someone that you know hopefully he will come and do an interview for us at one stage you know he's a guy who works 70 hours a week been married 15 plus years and a lot of the stuff that we're talking about they're still trying to figure out and I asked him what you've asked and he just said he always tries to be helpful and and I think that's 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 been a massive um a massive question that I just you know I keep trying to ask myself of just trying to be helpful and that sort of you know led to you know laying down of you know of my own desires and you know working until the job is done and trying to think outside the box of what's helpful to Rachel and to Lily and you know we we know each other enough by now that I know her routine I know what she needs and I can do my best to help get her set up for the next day so yeah so you know just just try to be helpful even if it's small um yeah, I think that's really good because I don't think our culture is encouraging men to be that type of role. Um, I, 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 no, I don't think so. I do think that we've forgotten that. Um, a, a really one of the best part of a great leader, and maybe watching the elections in America has made me think of this. Hmm. Um, the hmm. best type of leader is the one who's self-sacrificial. He gives hmm. himself up for uh, his friends, his family, his his hmm. wife. And um, that type of leadership is about self-confrontation and being willing to be there to serve, even mm. get what you want. 
which yeah. you want. Um, and it, all that pressure and time and responsibility, taking that on for other people. Um, yeah. You take on responsibilities for your family and your, that's spiritual and physical. Sometimes just boring chores. Um, <laughs> but um, taking all that on head on and looking to the you did it perfectly the perfect yeah absolutely 